Thursday, September 17th, the 261st day of 2020. There are 105 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. We're on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is into the know. Coming up today, we're going to update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Hurricane Sally comes ashore, dealing, uh, messing up the southeast United States uh, today. Will we get some rain for that? Will the first fall-feeling weekend be before us? Yes, it will. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. You watch a lot of HGTV. I do. Have been known to watch a lot of HGTV. Do you think you've ever seen the thinnest house in the world featured? I don't think so. The thinnest house in the, well, at least in London, is selling for $1.3 million. If you're watching, you'll see it. It's in a row of, it's in a row of homes. It's at its uh, most, at its (laughs) widest part. It's five and a half feet wide. It has a kitchen. It has a bath. It has a roof terrace. It's five floors. And it's just a little sliver. You know, imagine a five-foot-wide sliver of a home on the square in Litchfield, and that's what you'd be talking well, about. only young people would buy that. Only young people or people who have successfully navigated Fat Man's Misery at Mammoth Cave. And if you've done that, then you could probably live there. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini-burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch-nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry. Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm trying to decide what it'd be like to live in five feet. <laughs> I mean, I'm having an anxiety attack just thinking about right? it. Right? Five people could live there, but you'd have one floor per person. Yeah. All right. You get mm. the middle floor. You get the other one. Stay on your floor. I am here this morning, Misty, to go ahead and give you a cautionary tale to be on the lookout for that person. Yeah. I already know who that person is. You know is. who that person is? Mm-hmm. There is a mom in the United Kingdom, two stories from London to start off the show today, whose decorations, Christmas decorations, are up three months early. Well, So, so just get ready. Really? I'll tell you, it, this is not going to be isolated to London. There are going to be those people in your towns and neighborhoods across the country that think skipping ahead to Christmas decorations is your go-to move during a pandemic 
And I say, oh, contraire, mon frere, let's keep it in its proper place. There's enough confusion in 2020. <laughs> I'm okay on the inside. You do you on the inside. Mm-hmm. YOLO. But when you bring it outside where we have to consume it, well, then it becomes our problem, even though it's your yard. You're, you're polluting my seasons. You're polluting my my curb appeal, the aesthetics of my neighborhood. Like, this is why neighborhoods should have restrictions. She says the neighbors, they think I'm crackers, but then adds the majority of them love it. Um, No, no, I think they're they're just placating you. you. I think they're telling you that they love it, and really when they get out of your yard, they go, oh, that crackpot. I wish you wouldn't do that. When somebody says to you, oh, I love that, but they don't buy it or they don't partake of it or they don't decorate their yard for Christmas at the same time, then you know they're lying to you. Oh, yeah, you know, if they got on board with your move, if they got on board with your move, they would follow it and do the same thing. Yes, that's how you know they're telling Mm -hmm. the truth. It's not just because they're lazy or don't have time to do it. They think you're too early. And you probably are. You are crackers. Patchy morning fog gave way to is giving way to partly cloudy and hazy skies today, but this weekend will be an October like uh, weather weekend for the last weekend of summer. It is officially the last weekend of summer this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see highs in the sixties and seventies. And we'll see partly cloudy, 82 today, mostly clear, 56 tonight, mostly sunny, and 72 for tomorrow. Uh, I um, I researched a chili recipe last night. I Ooh. don't typically make chili; it's not part of my repertoire. But I think uh, chili. I think I need. I think I need chili in my in my bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see how it goes. Anything different in this recipe than what the normal? Well, you know, I, I typically t- kind of follow Tyler Florence, or I'll okay. I'll, I'll follow. Um... I know them. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Paula Dean. Paula Dean. I'll follow. I'll follow. You know, just names that you know. I don't. De- I don't. Uh, there are a couple of recipes that I've used of Reed Drummonds, uh-huh. and so I'm going to use. I'm going to use the Pioneer Woman's chili recipe this weekend. Is I will tell you special? the uh, Johansonville recipe is the one that I make. Yeah, and it is awesome. Yeah, Johnsonville stuff is good. There's a, and they got all the various yep. sausages and the mm-hmm. links and all that That's stuff. That's why so. mine is so good. So we are down to, by the way, Sally came ashore yesterday, um, and on portions of the Gulf Coast, dumped four months' worth of rain in four hours. But we like to get things done quickly in 2020. Just, just getting it, just <laughs> get going, it over with. Just going ahead and getting it out of the way. That's, <laughs> that's exactly that's right. That's the way I diet. I uh, eat all of my meals on the first day. <laughs> get this diet thing it out of the way. It is a, um, I mean, think about it, though. Four months' worth of rain. That's insane. And if you live in the tropics... You know, if, you're, if you live along the coast, you're used to getting a lot of rain. Yeah. So four months in four hours, and uh, there may be another storm brewing in the Atlantic or in the Southern Caribbean that could have impact next week. Let me guess. Its name's Karen. Uh, it's probably a Karen. We may right? eventually get back there, but we are running out of names. We've run through the alphabet of named storms. We're so down we'll to on the two. last ones. We are on, well, they don't use Q, U, X, Y, or Z. So instead of 26 options for names, there are so few names that they could use that are Q, U, X, Y, or Z. They just don't use those. So what do we do when we get through the names and when we get through the final of the alphabet? Because the last one's going to be Wilfred. I don't know if that's a tip of the cap because we lost Wilfred Brimley this year. Like a storm, a hurricane named Wilfred. 
It, it has to wobble back and yeah, forth and right? move real slow. It doesn't feel. <laughs> Wilfred would it not be feel strong. Wilfred would not be a you know fifty mile an hour yeah. storm and just Ivan was come a good charging for a hurricane, and, yeah. right? Wh- right? Yeah, like Ivan the terrible. Wilfred seems to like be a rocking chair storm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're going to go back to the beginning of the alphabet. But now we're going to do the Greek alphabet. Oh, Last time we did this was in 2005. So, how did that work out? If we go back to the top, it'll have it'll be alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, and because we still have two more months of hurricane season, or as the true Southerners like to say, hurricane. Who oversees? Not hurricane. 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 Yes. Who oversees the alphabet fairness? Would that be Sesame Street? Because I want to follow discrimination. Well, you know, for a long time, um, we discriminated. We only named them um, male names. And so now we all I think the girls were good with that. We don't want to be associated with something that's destructive. I've had a storm name for me this season. A lot of common names. Yeah. You know, Sally. Mark, Luke, John. Vicky, Marco, (laughs) Isaias, which was just Spanish for Isaiah. Right. uh, And uh, also, we've had three crews from Warren Rural Electric Mm -hmm. take off for the Gulf Coast to help um, restore power. And so there was a lot of staging. There's been a lot of staging the last couple of days, but I uh, got a word for this morning that uh, Warren IECC has sent crews. They do that as part of their business model because you've got disasters. You can't keep all the people on staff mm-hmm. to help, you know, all the time or electrical rates would just be outrageous to be able to respond to where there are emergencies. And so they just relocate resources as who uh, as needed. Who, how do you get the job? To name hurricanes. Is you that your to, only job? You, you just sit around looking at names. I, I just want to know. You have to work for the National Hurricane Center. Okay. But then they hire you on you're going to be the hurricane namer. And do they vote? Right. Like, are there a democracy but, right. or is this a yeah, they, one-man they, band? They do a Twitter poll. No, I don't want the public, general public's input. Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, if this is your job. How do you get that job? Well, how do you get to grow up to be the hurricane? I mean, you're the human resources expert, so you tell me. Well, I mean, I, I'm looking at the talent acquisition side. I want to apply. <laughs> Grayson, I know a lot of names. <laughs> Grayson County is a COVID-19 red zone. After repeated warnings at the Grayson County Health Department on an increasing community spread of COVID-19 in Grayson County, the county is now one of 13 Kentucky counties in the red, so to speak. Estel, Jackson, Taylor, Green, Clinton, Warren, Logan, Grayson, Caldwell, Lyon, Trigg, Crittenden, and Union counties all in the red. What does that mean? Well, it means 25-plus positive COVID-19 cases per capita. That's per 100,000 residents. Propelling Grayson County into the red zone are the 122 new cases diagnosed between October, uh, August 25th and September 15th, which is nearly six new cases per day. We've been wondering, so where are these coming from? Well, it's not from nursing homes. Nope. You know, for a long time, we had, uh, you know, we had outbreaks in our nursing homes early on, and we thought, oh, we're able to keep this contained. And while it's not a good thing, we do know that it's contained to long-term care facilities or uh, you know, places where, you know, people are, are uh, isolated, but no longer because just 10% of these new cases are occurring in long-term care facilities, which means 90% of the cases are otherwise, are family reunions, are 
I just use family reunions as an example, uh, going to sporting events, going to whatever it might be. And as a result, where did it go? A statement from Grayson County Schools this morning that uh, due to the current COVID status within the county, tomorrow's football game against the Breckenridge County Tigers will only be open to fans that have received a player allotted ticket. So, in other words, no students. Hey, I know a place they can watch it live, though. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Churches, workplace, uh, what was the list? It was basically everywhere we might go. Yeah. Your yard, their yard, the road, Mm -hmm. the store, the thing. Yeah. uh, Statewide, 776 new cases yesterday. 91 of those involved children under the age of 18, so we can't just blame it on kids either. So even in the even in the state of 776, 91 are what we would consider uh, minors. That brings the total 58,764. I'm not telling you that the again, I think the minors are also less likely to get tested. I'm not saying that minors aren't carrying it around. But that means still just the number of positive tests. There are a bunch of people over the age of 18 testing positive. Eight new deaths were reported yesterday. But our rolling average positivity rate is continuing to fall down another couple of hundred tenths, uh, hundreds of a point. 3.89, 125 current ICU uh, patients. I can tell you that um, I've had some friends who have been very sick and decided to do the rapid test and the rapid test keeps showing negative but you're actually positive. So I want I want to warn you that you need to do both tests. Well, and there there's been a lot of discussion about the mm-hmm. rapid versus the other. Yeah. Well, I think people are getting rapid <clears throat> test, it's coming back negative and they think they're free to roam. Yeah, just I I still just think we operate here's kind of how I'm operating. I'm operating like it's everywhere. And yeah. so just trying to really, you know, again, I maintain going back to March 15th. We've been in a Pretty good closed loop uh, here on our compound, and so far we've been successful in doing it. So we're we're certainly not relaxing. Uh, the governor did say in his briefing yesterday that uh, he talked about the vaccine that he's willing to publicly get the vaccine when it's available. He's willing to roll up his sleeve, take the vaccine during his briefing while the world is watching. Mm-hmm. And he says, my plan is to still take the vaccine right here at 4 o'clock someday to show people that I believe that it's safe. Congressman Guthrie, last a week ago today, was talking about how, um, you know, the the benefits of the vaccine, that it was going to be wide-ranging, that it wasn't just going to be COVID-19 specific. It was going to be, it was going to be broader. It was going to cover things like that we would have historically called SARS or H1N1 or bird flu, or it was going to be sort of an umbrella type of, of vaccine. And, and he said, he also pointed out it would be remarkable to go from March the 15th to later this year or even January the 1st and have a vaccine on the market that people can use. But now I read that 20, one in five people say they are not going to take it when it's available. And I wonder, what am I, what am I missing? Am, 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 I, am I missing something? Like why, why would 20% of people say, and I, let's put the anti-vaxxers aside. You, know, you can just be yeah. anti-all well. vaccinations, and that's fine. But that's not 20% of people. So I would just ask, 
Misty, did I miss something? No, but I have, people I have are... publicly said that I don't think I would take, I wouldn't be the first in line to take the vaccine. I want to see if you wake up as a bird the next day. Well, like, I, I mean, I, feathers I, coming out your ears or anything weird. I got it, but we've got we've got trials going around the globe right yeah, now. We wanna, have multiple trials, yeah. multiple drug ma- drug makers in multiple countries. By the time it's mass produced and available, it's been through the trials. Why, why would twenty percent of people say? I'm, I'm not so just, sure. I think people are just leery of, am I going to do more harm than good? It's the same amount of people that won't take a flu vaccine, and how long is the flu vaccine? Well, not, on and I'm one of them. They, yeah, because they, but why do you not take it? Because you're afraid it will give you the flu? Or no, you just never had that's flu? not even it. I've just never felt, so my granddad, I, being a physician, he was always less of everything. If mm-hmm. you can avoid taking it, do. If okay. you don't have to have it, don't. Okay. And so that was just kind of my, I'm not really anti-flu shot, but I've never been in a group where I felt particularly exposed to the mm-hmm. flu. I have a very healthy immune system. Thank God for that. And so I've just never said, I got to have this. And But for something that can help give herd immunity, to us as a society that can perhaps take us something more closely resembling March the 14th, I'm thinking, yeah, let's get on it. I mean, I've had measles, mumps, and rubella. I've had all the other vaccinations as I was a child growing. I just don't know why 20% of people are averse to this. I'm, I'm honestly surprised that the number is not higher. I think Me we too. Have, yeah. Yeah, I think people are leery of new things. Well, and then you being got injected into your body. You know, you got different people, and the CDC says when the virus will be available. If, if Redfield, who said yesterday it's going to be late second or early third quarter of next year, there's no way we can wait that long for. A, I mean, I guess we'll have to if there is, but gonna, I just don't think we can down. be on hold no. that long. But it is interesting to see the White House rolled out the playbook. Um, in a report to Congress, they have laid out that the Defense Department is going to be some of the biggest delivery mechanism of the vaccines when they are available. And it will be, it, but it will still be local boots on the ground or local health care providers that will be administering the vaccines. But the distribution model will use the backbone of the Department of Defense to get it into communities. Which I thought was kind of a novel concept. We've, I mean, we've got inf- military infrastructure around the country, so that gets the delivery system. It gets it to the healthcare providers where they can inject you. Now, it says that playbook says that they'll leave it up to individual communities on how they administer the vaccines to the mass public. Right. So, I'm thinking that's going to give us an opportunity to have, you know, the Grayson County Fair out of its normal calendar. Everybody come to the fair mm. and you pay your dollars to get in. You get a discount if you get a shot. <laughs> Here's your think, armband and your shot and you save $2 on your armband. I think the fair board just went, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> You're cutting into our profits. <laughs> or You give them the $2. Or the pay shot. $2 more. That is the other thing, yeah. by the way. The shots are not going to cost the end user, the consumer, is that's where this this money that's being earmarked for the vaccine is yeah. covering the cost of delivering the vaccines to the public. I mean, unless you're a taxpayer, then it's costing you. But not everybody's. Oh a yeah, taxpayer. just it's but that, it's not coming out of this pocket, but it'll eventually come out of this I'm like, pocket. It's coming out of your back pocket that you don't see over here. That the government's going. <laughs> that's exactly right. A uh, new Quinnipiac poll shows that Mitch McConnell leads Amy McGrath by 
uh, what, 12, 12 13 points, points something yeah. like that. The margin of error means it could be 15 points or it could be 9 points. So we'll see about that. Also, be wary about uh, scams. Be wary about election-related scams, getting text messages or mailers that claim. If you think you're registered and you know you voted recently in recent years and you get something out of the blue that says you're not registered, I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you that's a scam. So here's the other thing I would do is if you get a phone call, don't follow the information in the phone call. If you get a text message, don't follow the link in the text message. Independently verify through different methods whether this information is legit or not. Just go to GoVoteKY.com, which is the real website. <laughs> what else? Did, Misty, I heard you read the story, but... The woman's remains found in luggage of a man visiting relatives near Chicago that she was killed in Louisville and dismembered. And he... he on a Greyhound bus? Yeah. It's just And he... And here's how... It happened a month ago. Yeah. And he left the home where he's visiting, and they looked inside his luggage while he was gone yeah. and discovered his, her body parts. How terrible is that? That's gross. How do you... Like, this is a sick movie. It is a sick mm-hmm. movie. That's exactly right. And the, I saw an, I saw an interview with the LMPD yesterday. I, it might have been Chicago PD. But uh, it was either Cook County or Jefferson County, it's, but said that... He he's he has to be sick because he said he dismembered her because he was just wanting to spend more time with her, and she yeah, died as was, part of a domestic. It was a domestic assault. It was just yeah. kind of it was just really it, really weird. Fatal and uh, it came as no surprise yesterday since uh, they had given it away. But the Big Ten reversed course. The Big Ten has decided they can't be outdone by the ACC and the SEC, and they will play football after all, starting in October. Nothing more fun than playing. Football in Minnesota outdoors on December 20th. Yeehaw, let's go. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way from In the Know. Today is International Country Music Day. International Country Music? Is that, that can't be a thing. Well, it's, but it's country music, country and western, but it's around oh, it the globe. It's being celebrated. Uh, big night for country music last night in Nashville, the ACMs. Uh, it is Monte Cristo Day today, I've celebrating the one. sandwich. Never had a Monte Cristo? Mm-hmm. So it's a, you know, what, bread dipped in egg. Yeah. So it's kind of like French toast. Yeah. And then you put various cheeses or jam or turkey or just yeah. different people do it different ways. And it is also Apple Dumpling Day today. Oh, now that, I can get on board with it. Yeah. Belly. Mm-hmm. The Apple Dumpling Gang. Are you all in the Apple Dumpling Gang? Should you be. Proud members of the Apple Dumpling Gang? I mean, we, we would be certified if there was a test. <laughs> I got it. Right? Do you understand? I mean, we've eaten enough of that kind of stuff. Funniest know. tweets of the week from uh, parents. Uh, you know, parents need a cathartic outlet to uh, share with people the things they've encountered throughout the last six months. And they have ma- they have manifested that uh, stress and adaptation and ingenuity in the form of funny tweets. Uh, At Father with Twins said, You don't know Sticky. 
until you try to use your kid's tablet. <laughs> Layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of sticky. Yeah. My tablet it's not very clean either. So not a twin. At Simon C. (laughs) Holland says, My teenager's biggest fear is me sneezing in front of someone she knows. You know, it used to be, you know, embarrass your kids by telling, you know, saying something or telling them to clean the room or, you know, it's some embarrassing story, but now it's sneezing. The dad ad, the dadvocate zero one said, I told my kid to put his toys in the toy box. And he told me the entire house is a toy box and he's not wrong. <laughs> this kid for president. Right? This kid for president. Thinking it through. Yeah. Battling like, through really? yeah. battling Creative through a barrier. Thinker. You think right? you're throwing a hurdle yeah. in my way. That's I'm just right. gonna yep. I'm just gonna get I over it. I love this politician kid. in the making. Now, I'd probably spank you, but I do love this kid. Yeah. And a couple of tweets from wives that snuck in there, not just parents broadly, but uh, at uh, I.M.E. Gordon says, I put on my husband's deodorant, and now I'm angry at the way I load the dishwasher. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> and Mama Jessie C. says, if you have to tell your wife it was a joke... It's already too late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a joke. No. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Well, you're lying. I found no humor in it whatsoever. <laughs> uh, have you, Misty, I know for a fact that you've heard about this because I saw someone share it with you. Well, so I'd like, to, I'd like to get your impact. I'd like to get your input. Chick-fil-A is testing a honey Pepper pimento chicken sandwich. Yeah, well, I will try all things Chick Fil A. Well, and I love them, but I love pimento. Like now, let me let me pull the curtain back even more. I have never had pimento cheese. Are you kidding no, me? No, I'm not. Like the Big Mac, I've mm-hmm. never had pimento cheese. I've never voluntarily had pimento cheese that I know of. Okay. Uh, it, it might have so been two out of three of us in a sandwich, or it might have been. They didn't have it growing up in Canyonville, did they? Really? Yeah, they had it. No, but no it, not it, in my family. They had it, but it looked nasty. It looked horrible. It still looks nasty. I didn't do sauces and dips and things when I was younger, and this still looks a little iffy to me, and I've never researched the ingredients yeah. to know what's in there. Like, what's in there? So much like guacamole. Yeah, it took. If you prepare it fresh, and it's a little more, it mm. has a little more chunk to it like if it's if it's at all runny or it looks like a spread if it is if it is close to the consistency of the kernels no not the kernels you know the runny coleslaw Mm -hmm. the coleslaw that maybe school coleslaw Mm. how school school coleslaw you had to spoon it you couldn't scoop it you know what i mean yeah that pimento cheese in that original can it looked orange it looked you Gelatinous, it, it, I mean, it looks. Honestly, this is what it looked like to me, and I'm just going to ruin it for all of you all. It looked like the stuff that they put on vomit at the school to soak it up. <laughs> so I couldn't. Thank you the for that. The stuff or whatever. Yes. Yeah, I got it. It's the same stuff, color. Didn't smell the same. No. I don't but, know how God. to pull you all out of this. But I'm telling What's you. What's in it? Pimento cheese is good. Um, there's some mayonnaise in there, uh, cheeses, uh, pimentos, like the little red pimentos uh-huh. that... 
but I love it. I didn't like the specs. That was one of the things I didn't like but the little red pimentos. specs. Where did yes, I know, but I just didn't. Where did me it Just it. I was unsure of it. We didn't do. We didn't do fancy things at our house. We had craft singles. That's not fancy. We had the generic ones. Yeah, I agree. Pimento cheese, I don't think is fancy, and that may be one. I, I was just suspect of it. I'm saying we didn't. We didn't buy pre-made things at the store in containers like that. Like <laughs> yeah. it came like dry beans in a bag. A thing of baloney. By the way, I'd say Pop there's a there's an outside chance got. there's an outside chance that my parents don't like pimento cheese. Yeah. Because I don't know enough about it, and if I it, you know if I knew about it and just didn't like it, that'd be one thing. But I'm a little yeah. afraid of it. That's exactly why we didn't eat rice at my house growing up because my parents didn't like rice. <laughs> okay, it's so true. the picture. All right, I will give Chick Fil A credit. I would eat a sandwich with this on it because it looks combination. It's not all mayo and smooth, and it's not all chunky. That's right. So it's got uh, Chick-fil-A with honey and then topped with its southern-style pimento cheese and mild pickled jalapenos. Okay. If anybody's going to do pimento cheese right... You would think it would be the Chick-fil-A, right? Right. right. Okay, so we've got the angel, right? The angel chicken on this one shoulder. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about the devil's chicken on the other side. Popeye's is ready for football season. And Popeye's has brought back their spicy ghost pepper wings. They are back, and they are not for the faint of heart. Mm. No, I don't like it when it's so hot it hurts me. Well, yeah. If I end up with heartburn... Mm. It takes I mean, all the don't t- give it a whirl. I like hot and spicy things, but if they cross over to the point where exactly what you all said, if they the hurt residual, you, like, yeah. why would you volunteer for that? I don't, I mean, unless you're being dared and there's money involved. I mean, I'll try one, but so, I don't want to hurt. Mm-mm. Lord's chicken, devil's chicken, mm-hmm. both accounted for, but Costco is doing it at a very high level. Costco is selling a 48-ounce jar or container of Reese's Pieces for $9.99. I love Reese's Pieces. Can you imagine what E.T. would do with that? Oh, my gosh. Reese's Pieces are the best. If When I was a kid, I would put them in my hand and cup it and let my body heat, warm them up, and then eat them. <laughs> it was such a delicacy. <laughs> you have to slow down and savor each piece. So good. Reese's Pieces are divine. They but are. But the fact that you can buy them in bulk. I thought the king size was the epitome. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the king size was the Mount Everest Mm-hmm. Of Reese's Pieces. Yeah, no. Oh, no. Costco says no. We have them in the bucket. 48 yeah. ounces of them. I'm not a big fan. I mm. hope it comes with a shovel and not a scoop. I'm surprised that you don't like them because they're just peanut butter. You love peanut butter. You know, where, you where, where, but they're candy coated. Where M&M's, the M&M's have chocolate in them, but at least Reese's Pieces is just okay, straight up peanut bowl. butter. Pop them in the microwave on your melt setting for just a few, like probably 30 seconds on the melt setting. Mm-hmm. And like dip a cookie or something in it, or just spoon them out. Like they won't be melted; they'll just be soft. <gasps> no crack to them, no crunch to them when you bite into them. No, actually, it has more because you it, oh, it yeah. seals That's what, them what up. I don't like. uh, Sour Patch mm. uh, Kids is unveiling bags of all blue raspberry after letting fans vote for their favorite color. Okay. So they did a Twitter poll and said, "What color do you want?" And it's just blue. I don't that do sour like patch kids. or kids, so. But you know, there's something about that. If I were going to eat the, if I were going to eat Sour Patch Kids, obviously blue is my favorite yeah. color. So I would go, yeah. okay, give me a bag of the blue. That's true. I, I mean, mean, I did mine, but I don't do. Anything. 
You stay away so. from the yellow. <laughs> you don't want you don't want some yeah, of the yellow. You don't want to get into the yellow. <laughs> so you just give me give me just blue. And Amazon is planning to open fifteen hundred warehouses in suburbs of the United States of America. That makes sense. It does make sense. Mm -hmm. Continuing their full-on assault at the evil empire. Mm -hmm. But I just had a brilliant idea. Just build them out back of all the Dollar General stores. I got to tell you, the, the local evil empire is now playing music over the intercom. Mm -hmm. I was walking in the other night. My friend said, I've is, heard this. is this because we didn't get a county fair this year? <laughs> Not because I was there, but I've heard reports of this. Yes, that it is. I think Amazon and Olson's Mercantile are a match made in heaven. They are. I mean, there's one on every corner, so just put a warehouse there for Amazon. Like a blue Problem sour kid. Yep. <laughs> With Reese's Pieces attached. <laughs> Got to get to a break. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Catch on fire if left in an operating microwave oven. Really? Okay, so, what do you mean by operating? Like turn it on. I mean, you can't on, just put them, them in there and close long. the door. You got to turn them on. But for it, how long? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's your, your mileage break? may vary depending upon what Does setting. Does anybody have a microwave <laughs> that well, they would give us so that we can here. experiment? Do we have grapes? Is the question. Well, we don't have we don't have well, grapes, don't, but we can use the same one that we did the peeps in. Is it seeded grapes? I don't know. This is this really kind of fascinated me. That would make sense, right? The Be seeds. Because like I, I immediately thought, well, probably if you leave most anything in there long enough, it would catch on fire. Mm -hmm. uh, but grapes are very watery. So, but they're also a little bit acidic. So, would it be, you know, is, is it is it that? Does it? I don't know. I would say it would, like, the seed inside of it would turn like kindling. You know what it must be? Science. I'm going to, I bet, I bet it's science that does it. I really do think we need to draw this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm up for it. We'll let, we'll let Jason and Misty do it at their house and then report back. We don't keep grapes. I'll supply the grapes. Or you supply cheese. the microwave in the house and the cleanup. Jim Carrey will play Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live, according to Lorne Michaels. I like the guy who was playing Joe Biden. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is not available every week, but apparently Jim Carrey is. But here's what I like about these uh, about this is that Jim Carrey famously auditioned for Saturday Night Live before he got in Living Color, and. Lorne Michaels didn't take him. He didn't add him to the cast. He didn't. <laughs> they didn't like him well enough in his audition. Uh, but Jim Carrey will tell you, if you hear his interview, he will say not getting SNL is the best thing that ever happened to him. Because it led him to In Living Color. It led him to his friendship with the Wayan brothers. Yeah. It launched, Fox was launching as something new. Mm -hmm. He was appealing to our generation, my generation specifically. And then everything that happened after that is downriver. 
of him not getting SNL, and so he's <laughs> actually happy about that. He hosted in 96, 2011, 2014. But, uh, and in case you're curious, his audition tape for SNL is available online. If you'd like to go see the audition that didn't get, that didn't get him the job. I can imagine why he didn't. He just is too much for me. He's extra. Like he's a couple of his rows. I can enjoy. Did it say his age when he auditioned? Um, he was, uh, they were all that same, you know, 20, 21, 22 in that, uh, general range. But no, I don't know his, I don't know his, um. Exact age during the audition. Big night for country music last night between the stages of the Grand Ole Opry House, which I was lucky. I was like, oh, I got that one right. Uh, the Ryman, mm-hmm. so the old Opry location, and the Bluebird Cafe. So three different locations. Uh, it was weird. They had a tie for Entertainer of the Year. So um, well, Thomas Rhett and Carrie Underwood tied for Entertainer of the Year. That looks like Taylor Swift, but she's that been is. kicked out of country no, music. No, no. So her she's first, back? It was her first return to the ACM Awards in seven years. And so... Um, did she get an award or did she just perform? She's just performing. You know, I think she was just saying, hey, you know, hey, I've not, you know, completely turned my back on country music. And I hope country <laughs> music hasn't turned my back on me. Um, uh, Eric Church did kind of a... He, he had a, a song of social change. He, he played Johnny Cash's... Um, spoken word song about the American flag. And so it gave you this real patriotic feel about all the different people from walks of life that have spilled blood for that flag, black, white, you know, Native American, et cetera. And then Eric Church had a real, I think he said, put that in your country. He was talking about, uh, it was an encouragement for people in country music to, you know, talk more about issues that are important around the world. So uh, it was, I mean, I kept, Misty, I, I, I don't want to, I certainly am not trying to be negative, but a little bit of Keith Urban goes a long way for me. Mm-hmm. I like Keith Urban's music. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time listening to Keith Urban talk for a long period of time. Well, I don't listen to him talk. His Australian him accent for me, I like it, but I need him to say short phrases like an Outback commercial. Sure. I don't, if he talks for more than a minute, then I sort of go, I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> That's why he needs to sing everything. Just <laughs> sing to us, Keith Urban. Again, I don't dislike Keith Urban. I, I just he is a great entertainer, and I think he's one of the last real entertainers that can get on stage and do it. Kind of like an Ed Sharon. There's very few of them anymore that can't do it without a lot of voice processing and smoke and mirrors. Mm. So that's uh, one of the reasons I really like it. The him. Godfather TV series is in the works for Paramount Plus. Really? So we told you yesterday, CBS All Access will become Paramount Plus, and they are creating a Godfather TV series. You can look forward to that. Uh, Dolly Parton is uh, her new version of I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is already out. She's going to have a Christmas special called A Holly Dolly Christmas. That's clever name. Probably uh, haven't done it before. Uh, Jeopardy. In their new season, changed their format a little bit. Alex Trebek not going over at the beginning of the second segment and doing the the chit-chat with the contestants. He's staying on his side of the room because his health is the number one priority for the return of the show. Of course, yeah, you know, he has to, under, underlying health issues. And then have, have you all seen the reformatted Wheel of Fortune? I've not. <sighs> We're going to have to do something different. <laughs> Okay, so they spread them out a little bit. Okay. Which is fine. But then they said, well, you have to touch the wheel to spin it. 
Well, we don't want contestants touching the wheel after one another. They're already in the bubble. Like, the peg on the wheel is not going to be the problem. But for the optics, here's what they've done. They've given each of them a plastic version of the toilet paper roll. And they want them to reach down and slide this toilet paper roll over the peg and then spin it. And in the first show, all three people were moving it about three panels. Like they would, because they have to move it and slide it off the top of the peg at the same time to get the wheel moving. This is just dumb. Uh, okay, imagine reaching out. Why can't we just use hand sanitizer each time? Why don't we just be honest that in the same way that Vanna no longer turns the letters, the contestants don't spin the wheel. Right. It's all mechanized. It's all random on when bankrupts are going to come up and all that stuff. Don't give me this fake show that they're just just let them point at the wheel. <laughs> Here, spin. <laughs> Spin or give them a button to make it start spinning. It's just ridiculous. It's dumb. They're going to have to do something else. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MV's point to ponder for today. Uh, yesterday was a pretty big day for the company, Twitter-wise. Thanks to the KHSAA and the Kentucky Sports Radio. But it got me wondering, is, I am pondering today, isn't Instagram just Twitter for people who go outside um, I don't do either, so I really can't I, uh, Because on my blog, I have been more Instagram-infused <clears throat> in the last month and a half or so, and I like it a lot better than all of the other social media. Hmm. Okay. Because it's just pictures and reels, and it's like Pinterest. Uh, it's more like Pinterest than it is any other social media. It seems like to me, though, Twitter is just a whole lot of people that are in their house and or in their basement, and it's 140 characters. And Instagram, maybe, for what I know about it, seems to be, hey, look, I'm outside doing something. I don't follow, like, I unfollowed news media in my Instagram to just curate it to where what I'm seeing are lifestyle blogs mm-hmm. of things I'm interested in. Gotcha. Okay. So. On television tonight. Uh, Big Brother, uh, also, by the way, Jimmy Fallon's going to be on the Holly Dolly Christmas special, oh, in case you're interested. that just got saucy. Celebrity Family Feud is on ABC <laughs> tonight, Big Brother is on CBS, and Misty, uh-huh. season 19 premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you better enjoy it while you can. Yeah, I know, because this is the last one, so I thought season tonight. 20 was going to be the last one. Oh, it's either it? season 20 no, maybe you're right. or the year 2020. I don't. I, they're throwing the cameras out at the yeah. end of one of them. I don't yeah. know which it is. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1787, the Constitution of the United States was completed and signed by a majority of delegates attending the Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia. In 1862, more than 3,600 men were killed in the Civil War Battle of Antietam. That's in Maryland. In 1937, the likeness of President Lincoln's head was dedicated at Mount Rushmore. That is an odd phrase to say. Oh, yeah, his his likeness was there. By the way, there's some joke going around. There's a video online. There's a President Trump impersonator. 
and he does this Q and a podcast pretending to be the president. And, uh, someone asked him about adding president Trump's face to Mount Rushmore. And this impersonator corrects them and says, no, I'm going to cover up all four faces of the others with four just different versions of me, <laughs> like the real estate mogul me and the. I, th- I thought it'd be shades of orange. Shade. Well, but yeah, it, it, they shades get, of orange. It gets more orange as it goes. <laughs> but you could play that. Like if a person didn't oh, know yeah. that was a joke, you yeah. got some people you could play that for. Oh, that would provide so much fun. Oh, they would probably would spontaneously combust. You know what they would do? They would riot and protest and wear crocheted hats on their heads. It would be wonderful. Crocheted hats. Where did why why are we throwing crocheted hats under the bus? Remember one of the early marches during the Trump administration? Oh, the pink hats. Oh, the pink yes. crocheted hats. Yes. In, two, in right in 2001, six days after 9/11, stock prices nosedived but stopped short of collapse in an emotional flag-waving reopening of Wall Street. In 2011, a demonstration calling itself Occupy Wall Street began in New York, prompting similar protests around the U.S. and the world. Did those kids ever go home? You know, I think they're still. There. I think they got hired by Wall Street and accepted <laughs> those Occupy Wall Street yeah, people. It's like, hey, we'll give you a job well, if you'll stop doing that. Those may okay. be the ones that I want to see the video <laughs> of the Trump impersonator saying he's going to replace all the faces on Mount Rushmore with versions of him. <laughs> Birthdays today: <laughs> actress Cassandra Peterson or Peterson is sixty-nine today. Do you know her? She is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, okay. Actually, so her real name is Cassandra Peterson. She's 69 today. Paul Figg is 58. Paul Figg is Melissa Car- McCarthy's husband. Okay. So in Bridesmaids, the airplane scene. Mm-hmm. That's that, her, her husband? That's her yeah. husband. Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. The, okay. the air marshal. The... <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah. Kyle Chandler is 55 today. Jimmy Johnson is 45. Alex Ovechkin from the NHL is 35 today. Uh, also, this is the anniversary of the premiere of Hogan's Heroes on CBS. This date in 1965. Been watching more Hogan's Heroes lately. Sundance shows marathons on Saturdays of Hogan's Heroes, so they're yeah. easy to record. That show is underappreciated. Huh. I mean, I, you know, a lot of people love Andy, Andy Griffith, which I do as well, and like some of those other classic shows. But I just, I really like Hogan's Heroes. I don't know why. Hmm. Sometimes I feel like a Colonel Clink. I'm always being bamboozled by someone. Gone but not forgotten, David Buick was born this day in 1854. Yes, he did found the Buick Auto Company. Day W. Marriott, born this date in 1900. Hank Williams Sr. in 1923. Maybe that's why it's Country Music Day. That would kind of make sense. That mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. Let's go to Chart Toppers. 1960 was the year. The jukebox has been troublesome this morning, so just be prepared. Elvis Aaron Presley, number one. This day, 1960. Come hold me tight. Kiss me, my darling. Be mine tonight. That is in my top 100 favorite Elvis songs. You have a top 100? No, but that surely has to be in it. I have like two Elvis songs I really, well, three Elvis songs I really like, and then I'm done. He just says that number will work. That's enough. I would think it's broad enough. There yeah. may be more than 100 <laughs> Elvis songs that I like, but I kind of doubt it. Uh, number one, this date in 1969 
was uh, Credence Clearwater Revival and Green River. Home of some endangered mussels, apparently. That's what we learned yesterday. I think you'll get people from Edmondson County and Butler County that will fight. Like, they will literally fist fight on who actually owns the rights to that song. Okay. Can we video? Well, I mean, I think people question. from Butler County and Evanston County will fight over about anything given yeah, half an opportunity. Yeah. But I we, mean. Should we just need to go down. So should we just go start carrying the streets in the sign or signs in the streets and see if we can like sure. bring people but out? But I mean, they, they, they both mutually love the Green River. Sure. Because I'm of, proud of it. its proximity to their communities. This day in 1978, Exile was number one. Is this really Exile or is this a cover? I don't know, but it's bad. Yeah. No, I think it's somebody held their tape recorder up to <laughs> Top 8 at 8 when it got played. Maybe. It just recorded didn't sound, off the radio didn't sound quite like the version that I know. But. <laughs> it's how, it's how, <laughs> how we pirated music make fun back of ex- in the 80s. Can't make fun of Exile, though, fellow Kentuckians. Remember when the tape recorder came with a microphone? Sure. Man, things got good. 1987, Whitney Houston. Whitney, Didn't almost we did. almost have it all? The nights we held on to the morning. By the way, can I just tell you, her and her bomber jacket in 1987, it felt like we should have been a couple. Because yeah. I had my bomber jacket right. with my patches yeah. all over it. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of felt like... Yeah. This is my girlfriend, Whitney Houston. Yep. She's wearing her bomber jacket, and I'm wearing my bomber jacket. She felt the same. She said, you know, if your name had been Bobby. If she had only had had Twitter at the time, she could have tweeted her affections to Mm me, saying, look at that bomber jacket Mm -hmm. you are wearing. Let's go to 1996. Los Del Rio was number one with Macarena. I'm All trying right. so hard to learn this. I am not trying. Yeah? Oh, no, I'm terrible. I never tried very hard. I didn't want to learn bad enough, I suppose. Isn't it just the Florida? But I, I'm terrible at this. I'm good at the high part. Are you? That's why I, I, I'm a standout at the high. Yeah, I didn't have that. Yeah, I can. No. So if you can just isolate the dance to the high part, yeah. you'll find no one better. Yeah. The rest of it, sure, I'm terrible at, but that one thing. I that's on your LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> In a demonstration. Sure. To show you off. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you doubting Skills me? and abilities. <laughs> <laughs> the woman who got slayed in a dance competition is asking me. Oh. Because of the mechanisms <laughs> on the handheld control. <laughs> gonna he literally stood still and moved his wrist the entire time. And we got to go because we're late. You're a terrible dancer. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. <laughs> oh, no, I got the Bill Cosby dance down, Pat. Well, and look where he went. MB's Pearl Break of Wisdom down. for today. Change your thoughts and you change your world. Change your thoughts and you change your world. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky. W-